Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to Dilly Ding, Dilly Dong, the Leicester Mercury's Leicester City podcast. Um, here today is James Sharp and with me is my um, Mercury colleague, Jordan Blackwell. Um, one uh, player who's um, taking all of the Leicester City headlines at the minute is um, the Mercurial winger Riyad Mahrez, who announced uh, on Tuesday that he wanted to leave Leicester City. Jordan, you were in the office yesterday um, when the news broke. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, how the news broke, where it came from and um, and, and what he said. All right, so um, it was about mid-afternoon uh, on Tuesday the, the, the story broke and it seems to have come um, through Sky Sports and it seems like uh, a representative of uh, Riyad Mahrez has, has released a statement to uh, Sky. Uh, the statement itself uh, makes clear Mahrez's intentions to uh, leave Leicester City um, he says that he's told the club uh, that and he said he's had discussions with the owners both last summer uh, and this summer. Uh, he says he's keen to move on to a new experience, uh, are his words. Um, and he hopes that the um, both the club and the fans um, respect his decision. Um, and it seems fairly clear that... Um, he doesn't want to play for for Leicester City again, uh, and that he's hoping to to move on to to better things. He, he described himself as he described himself as fiercely ambitious, um, which would suggest he's uh, he's setting his heights uh, quite high. Yeah. So I guess the first question we can ask is uh, is why this has come out now, um, and like you say, it seems to suggest that. Uh, is agent led. I mean, if you read the read the quotes attributed to Riyad, they sound very little like Riyad Mahrez or how he would talk or or write things. Um, so, as we can imagine, it's clearly come from um, his representatives more more than him. Not um, so. It looks like it's there to smoke out any offers. Yes, I think so. I think they've tried to give themselves as much time as possible to to sort of drum up some interest. We know that last summer, while there was reported um, interest in Mars, particularly um, from Arsenal, uh, Leicester didn't receive any bids uh, for the Algerian before he signed his new contract in August. Um, this summer, obviously, he, he's coming off the back of not such a good season, compared to last season anyway. Um, and so maybe they're thinking, well, let's get a statement out now. Uh, show that he's he's available, and they've given themselves three months to try and find a club that that would be interested. Yeah, because it's from my point of view, it's it's they've pressed the nuclear button pretty early in the transfer window. They're not exactly kind of teasing out any offers, or the agents are not going to clubs on the quiet and saying Riyad's available. Do you want him? This is this is the big one coming out and, and potentially. Saying I want to go, um, whether that will work or not is, I'm not quite sure because, like you say, the last season after the season of his career, we, from what we understand, he didn't Leicester didn't receive a single bid for him. Um, so, 
is not necessarily the case that that they'll receive any more bids from again. Um, so it's not necessarily the case that that he that he will leave. No, and I think Leicester have. Um, I think Leicester want to keep him. Um, they don't need to sell him, do they? No, they don't need to sell him. He, he is one of the club star players. He is the the club's creator in chief. So it's not surprising that the club would want to keep him. Um, if it seems like they would be. Um, convinced to sell him if uh, a club came in with a with a huge offer um with the figure we believe is around 50 million pounds um but there's a possibility given the given the clubs um you would think Morris wanted to move to whether they would be interested in him and paying that fee and and paying for his wages so there's a possibility that it could run all summer, and we could maybe get to the end of the transfer window at the end of August, beginning of September, and still there's there's not been an agreement, and Rio Morris is still a Leicester City player. Uh, how, if that is the case, how do you how do you see fans re- responding to that? We've we've been we're running running a poll on our website, and at the minute it's a bit of a in out poll, and not, more than ninety percent of fans so far are saying he wants to go, let him go. So if he doesn't go. And he's made this public statement about wanting to leave. How do you feel that fans will react to him if if he is here? Um, I think it depends on the performances he produces. I think um, if he can't get a move and he accepts that and starts to produce performances similar to those that he produced in the title winning season, I don't think fans will will think anything of it. I think the frustration from fans' point of view this season um, was that he was unable to to reach the heights um, of last season. and But it was deemed to be not through a, a lack of ability, but more through a lack of, of trying and through a, you know, there was lots of body language experts <laughs> who, who said that he, he, he wasn't interested and he wasn't interested in a relegation battle and he'd, you know, prefer to be um, fighting for titles and fighting for trophies. and um, Preferring the Champions League music, as Ranieri put it. Yes, yes. And I think, it, I don't know, it was... Fairly clear that Mares produced his better performances in the in the Champions League, particularly against um, Sevilla, the second leg against Sevilla. I'd say that was his comfortably his best performance of the season. Um, so, yes, I think if he produces displays where he looks like he doesn't want to be here, I think that will annoy fans, and I think we'll we'll hear more and more calls for the likes of Damari Gray to to play instead. But if he if he changes his mentality and he just settles and he thinks, right, I'm, I'm a Leicester City player, I'm going to show um, that I am one of the best in the world, which he clearly believes he is, um, then I think fans will be fine with that. Maybe then that's why um, uh, maybe that's why Mahrez's representatives have felt the need to go so strong so early because they, they, this can be seen as a bit of a, um, as a, bit of a bargaining tool um, to, to show that to try and drive the price down mm. a little bit because the question I'm going to ask you in a minute is whether whether clubs are going to want to pay £50 million pounds for a player that hasn't really matched the levels that he set the season before because what Leicester don't want is you don't really want like a, a Dimitri Payet situation that, man, that West Ham had last season where he clearly wanted to go and until his move actually came about very disruptive influence in the dressing room we're not saying that Mahrez would be that mm. um, but Leicester don't want to have a situation where there's quite clearly an unhappy player in the camp um, and so maybe his, his representatives think they can kind of drive a price down. We're thinking, well, Leicester want fifty million pounds, but 
he doesn't want to be here, we don't want it to, to cause any kind of problems, so maybe we'll accept something a little bit less. Um, so I guess that that comes back to, can you see clubs playing, paying £50 million for Riyad Mahrez? Uh, no, I can't. Um, I think one of the reasons there possibly wasn't any bids last season is because um, because Leicester's style of play was so um, u- unique. Um, there was a sense that maybe Mahrez has produced this brilliant season where he's scored 17 goals and got 10 assists, I think it was, last season. Um, maybe he did that just because of the way Leicester played and it all fell into all fell into place and there's maybe teams were looking at it and thinking we need to see how he performs um when the pressure's on and when the focus is on him um this season that's been the case there's been I suppose there's been a, more of a a focus of opposition defenses on Mares and and nullifying his threats and Mares has struggled a little a little bit he's not scored as many goals he's not created as many chances um and I think clubs will believe they can get younger, um, cheaper on the wages front um, than Mares for less than fifty million pounds. There will be, particularly teams like, um, particularly overseas teams. I think of the overseas teams that have been linked to Mares. We've had Barcelona. I don't think they would they would consider no, him. From what we from from people I've spoken to who kind of cover Spanish football, they. They kind of laughed out the idea of, of Barcelona wanting him because he's not the new sort of front three there, is he? No, no, and I think for backup they would rather bring through a homegrown talent. Um, the other teams we know were linked to Mares. There was PSG last season, which would make sense in that it is the Paris is Mares's hometown, yeah. um, uh, and they're looking for you know they're looking for a, a little bit of of talent to to boost their tried to push after losing out to Monaco this year. Monaco is another team that have been linked, but it seems to have come... Well, the the rumour seems to have originated from dubious social media accounts. And the fact that Leicester were in Monaco to watch the Grand Prix. Probably. Yes, and yes, they, maybe. And were obviously there for, to speak to Shaky. Yes, and I think there's... um, You know, it doesn't really fit Monaco's No, they, they like to style. buy young, don't they? Yes, yeah, I don't think... It, Monaco don't splash £50 million on players. They prefer to to buy players for, for 10 or 15 when they're teenagers or in their early 20s and sell them on for the 50 million um, later in their career. So that just leaves the English teams. Um, and we we know that Spurs, well, we've seen reports that Spurs are not interested uh, this summer, despite links in January. Um, there's Arsenal, who have been linked for a long time, but uh, and they probably probably would have the... The capacity to spend that much on Morris, particular, and we'd probably consider it if Ozil and Sanchez um, decided they wanted to leave. But they, Arsenal can't offer Morris Champions League football, which you would think, saying he's fiercely ambitious, you would think he would want. Um, Chelsea, you don't think they would really need him with with their players um, in attack, and you, you would say the same about Manchester City and Manchester United. Yeah, they're uh, all blessed in one areas, aren't they? Yes, and I think um, Liverpool is a. a is maybe a possibility, but again, there's there's question marks over whether they would spend that much. So I think, I think Leicester will struggle to get fifty million pounds for him. I think there would be a team take a gamble on him if that price came down, um, maybe thirty five million. But um, if um, Leicester City stay put and stick with that fifty million pound price tag, I think 
he will stay a, a, a City player for the remainder of the window and we'll, we'll see him in a blue shirt uh, next season. Yeah, um, I have a feeling this is going to be one that rumbles on and on and on and on, mm. on over the window, um, especially bearing in mind that they've, like I said, they've made that statement so early in the, well, mm. in the window yet. Um, but yeah, so again, that's one that we're going to have to keep keep an eye on and, and see and see what happens. But well, done with Riyad for a second. That's not he's not the last um, player of of which we've got reports about potentially leaving. Next is Ron Robert Zeeler, who, by all accounts, is wanted by about over a quarter of the whole Bundesliga. Um, I mean, reports of uh of was it, five i think german clubs interested yeah. in him um and he's given an interview uh with a german uh, website newspaper uh where he says that he would he's he's in talks uh, over his future at leicester with the bo- with the bosses at leicester um and it's conceivable he said that he could return to the bundesliga whether that be on permanent basis or on loan uh is that something that you can see uh yes it is i think um he's clearly uh, Disappointed, maybe not to to have played um, so little this season. I think he was Hanover's first choice for a long time, and I think when you get used to being first choice, that you, you want that all the time. Um, he's only played thirteen games this season and has been a very clear backup to Kasper Schmeichel. And, and he would have played even less, even fewer games had Schmeichel not been injured on three separate occasions. Yes, exactly. Um, there wasn't any point where it really looked like Zeeler could could usurp um, Schmeichel for the for the number one spot, um, and so it's not surprising that he would he would maybe consider a, a return to the Bundesliga. I think there's been interest from uh, I think it's Werder Bremen, Hertha Berlin, Eintracht Frankfurt, Stuttgart, and Hamburg. So there's you know there's mainly mid table teams, but would probably give him a better chance of um, of taking the number one shirt. And I think. He would certainly consider that, uh, but he could also see him staying at Leicester if he thinks Schmeichel might leave. Because obviously, there's there's rumours about Schmeichel's future and whether he could move to Manchester United in particular. Um, and if that's the case, Zila might think, "Well, I'll, I'll stay here and be in battle for number one shirt against what's likely to be a less." Um, and not quite as good goalkeeper. I can't see if Leicester do lose Schmeichel, they will bring in someone else, but they won't be able to attract someone of the quality of Schmeichel. Yes, I was going to. Say, I was just going to say, um, from my point of view, watching Zeal this season, I've been a, a little, a little disappointed by him. Actually, obviously, a World Cup winner, German international. Um, he, of course, he, he was going to be difficult to to get past Schmeichel the season he had. But when he did come in, I felt that. He's very, he's very, he's a very quiet man. He doesn't quite, um, he doesn't command his area anywhere near as as impressively as Casper does, and in his nine Premier League appearances, he's conceded sixteen goals, which isn't a great return. You looked at them, you couldn't really, you couldn't really blame him. He didn't really make many kind of shockers or many huge errors, but he felt that he didn't quite have that presence um, that you want your number one goalkeeper to have. So. If if Leicester did lose Schmeichel, and of course not saying he will, and we're kind of speculating a little bit, but if they did lose Schmeichel, I don't, I don't know how comfortable fans would be having Zeeler as, as as a number one. No, but I think it would be worth, it'd be worth giving him a chance because the statistics say that from Germany that he was one of the best shot stoppers yeah. in the Bundesliga. He didn't show that at Leicester, and it didn't seem. Like you say, he didn't seem like he made mistakes or he was at fault for any goals. It just seemed like he didn't save much. Um, 
I felt like he, he was quite good uh, from crosses and things like that. But in terms of the commanding his area vocally and organising the defence, we we didn't really see any of that. But maybe that's a case of a of a player being in their first season playing behind a back four that he, he doesn't know that well. We've seen, uh, say, the likes of Claudio Bravo have struggled when moving to a new club. And a, a lot of that for a goalkeeper is they're playing behind a new defence that perhaps operate differently um, to before. Um, to their previous club and they, they struggled to adjust but maybe a little bit more time we, we would see the Zeela that played in Germany and the Zeela that, mm. that, that earned call-ups for the national squad uh, on, on regular occasions Yes, um, I think this will be one again that will possibly relate to whether Kasper Michael stays or goes um, but again another one that we must kind of keep tabs on uh, and finally um, the last uh, bit of speculation of potential players leaving the club at the minute is rather kind of speculative reports about Islam Slomani and potentially returning to, to Sporting Lisbon and it feels like there's a bit of a domino effect with this one because uh, you'll be able to tell us a little bit more but is this all related to whether whether uh, Sporting Lisbon lose um, Bas Dost who's the player that was brought in to replace Slomani there's r- rumours that he might go to China um and then potentially if he does, then Somali might want to go back. But it all looks a little bit speculative. Yeah, that seems the case. Uh, there's reports from um, a paper in, in Lisbon saying that um, Slomani would be a target if Bastos left. Um, like you say, Bastos was signed as Slomani's replacement. He scored um, more than a goal a game in um, the Portuguese league. Um, and there is interest from China, although typically Chinese clubs don't sign um players or certainly foreign players during the um the summer window because it's it's their mid season and they most of them will have already filled their quotas of um overseas players so uh european players are more likely to to move to to china in january um but there are reports that some chinese teams are interested and if um they meet uh, bastos's um release clause which is 60 million euros the this paper reports um then it seems like Sporting will try to bring Slomani back, who was, we've, I think we've spoken before, he's not had the, the greatest season um, in Leicester, and he's, he's, he's looked okay at, at times, and he's, um, he's shown that if you swing the ball into the box um, and he gets his head on it, more often than not, it'll end up in the back of the net. But his style doesn't really fit Leicester City's style. No. Um, and so... It wouldn't surprise me if um, if other teams, where who play a style that would suit Samani, mm. would come in for him because he clearly has the qualities um, to thrive, as we saw in his previous spell at Sporting. Um, but the reports also say that Sporting wouldn't be prepared to pay more than fifteen million euros, which is around thirteen million pounds, which at less than half than what Leicester played, paid for him. Um, I don't. I think they would be reluctant to sell at that price. Yes, I agree with you, and I think. They would be silly to do so, um, but like you say, having someone has been another kind of frustrating one because there's quite clearly he from his previous record, and even at last he's managed he's popped up with with a few goals, but like you say, he doesn't it doesn't seem to fit in the way that Leicester play, especially with with Vardy up front uh, when they play together. That always means that one of them has to drop in and do the Okazaki role, which won't be Vardy because he will play on the end of the front, on the end on the shoulder of the last man and it's usually as we saw Slomani has to drop into that hole which completely negates 
his strengths, which is getting into the box and sticking his head on it. So hopefully, hopefully he'll find a way of adapting next season, or Leicester will will find a way if they want to of of, of making him getting the best out of him. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a, a long, long transfer window. Um, and I think that's all we've got time for on uh, today's podcast. Hopefully, when we're back next week, we'll have more positive news about players who are potentially coming into the to the team, whether that be whether that be centre backs or strikers or or, or midfielders. Um, but check back with us then uh, next week for the next edition of the podcast. Um, and in the meantime, do keep in touch with everything uh, Leicester City on our website and our Facebook channels and Twitter channels because um, it's going to be a long transfer window with lots happening. So we'll see you again next time.